Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. Helping me out with the bigger picture is Yip Junrong, market strategist at IG. Junrong, we're trying to determine whether or not inflation has peaked. We are trying to assess the amount of worries we have uh, with regard to a recession. What can we expect from the Fed? And it's really all down to the more data you have, the easier it is to, well, even then, guess. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so overnight, of course, uh, the US inflation data is definitely providing uh, somewhat of a positive uh, a boost mm-hmm. to uh, risk sentiments with the downside surprise coming after three months of uh, outperformance. So this is the first uh, lower than expected reading that we have seen over the past uh, three months. So definitely that provides somewhat of a justification for the recent uh, market risk uh, rally. And to help us digest this uh, further, we have uh, Francis Tan, Senior Investment Strategist for UOB Bank. Hi, good morning, Francis. Hello, good morning. Hi, glad to have you here with us. So, Thank lower you. than expected uh, US inflation overnight. Is this the uh, first step towards a uh, further decline in uh, pricing pressure ahead? What are your uh, views I, on the latest inflation data? Right, right. I personally feel that we are probably seeing the inflation pressures peaking already. Uh, it should fall quite quickly over the next coming quarters. Uh, one of the key things is that if I look at some of the indicators such as the CRB index, the Baltic dry shipping indices, they are all basically showing uh, heading a lower going forward. So uh, I think the months of uh, the FOMC rate hike I think has uh, proven to be quite uh, useful in a way as well into uh, curbing demand. And what I mentioned just now, the Baltic dry indices and, uh, and the CRB index are also pointing to uh, a better supply situation right now. So both the dampening of the demand by uh, raising interest rates, by tightening the monetary conditions, I think we'll be seeing inflation uh, moving lower. And in fact, right now, if we look at the uh, inflationary expectations in the US, it has been uh, heading lower over the past uh, couple of months as well. So I think, yes, inflation has peaked. And uh, in fact, right now, it's out of the radar. What, what people are looking forward is to in, uh, is slowing growth, in fact. Mm. So in light of all this uh, peaking uh, inflation and narrative, uh, what will you be expecting the Fed to do in light of all these uh, latest numbers? Well, I will say that the Fed is still keeping their eagle's eyes, their hawk's eyes on uh, the uh, inflationary data still, although... It has. Uh, I'm expecting it to pick already and to uh, to move lower. But uh, the case in point is that it's still much higher than the two percent target that central banks, including the Fed, has on their dashboard. So one of the key things is to look out still for higher interest rates going forward. Although the pace will be slower, I usually like to uh, call it the S curve. I mean, in economics or many other sciences, we always see the phenomenon of the S curve whereby we can observe that again this year. I mean, in the FOMC rate hikes, for the start, it was a 25 basis point, and then 50, and then 75. Going further, after the inflection point, I'm expecting the Fed to hike rates, but at a much slower pace. So from the interest rate futures market, we are seeing right now the next upcoming one could be potentially a 50 basis point, lower than the previous 75, and then going forward, another two rounds of 25 basis point. And I think the interest rates will plateau around there. Mm. So with the ongoing uh, Fed's uh, tightening approach, but nevertheless coming at a slower pace, as you mentioned, uh, what are the risks of a recession uh, playing out? Well, the risk of recession 
belief has been on the minds of investors for many months. In fact, today we have been seeing uh, stocks pricing in the uh, recession. Although, um, I don't think that we should really use the word recession to, uh, to term what we saw in the U.S. as a technical recession. I always like to distinguish the two. Technical recession is just a textbook quarter on quarter, two consecutive quarters of decline. Uh, whereby the other recession that we should be a lot more uh, focused on and concerned will be what I call the end of cycle recession. So a, a business cycle starts with a recession and ends with one. So the end of cycle recession, the probability is pretty high right now. Uh, my own take is that I think we should be probably seeing an end of cycle recession at the end of 2023. Right now, many indicators in the US, including in the world, is pointing towards that as well. We have seen the U-curve inverting not just the 10 two years inverting, but upon 91 U curve, they are tracking from uh, the US. Long minus short, 91 U curve, more than 50% have already inverted. And uh, according to a historical analysis done, uh, I've seen um, basically anytime it goes above the 50% mark, you should be buffing up your portfolios, be, uh, be a lot more uh, savvy about the upcoming risk that's going to come. Unemployment claims have been uh, moving slightly higher, uh, trending higher over the past couple of weeks. That's another sign. Job vacancies are lower. Job quits are lower. People don't like to quit when they feel that a recession is coming. So we are seeing job quits lower. So many of these signs and indicators are pointing towards this end of cycle recession. To extrapolate when you will come, but my extrapolation as of now should be sometime uh, towards the end of 2023. Mm, okay, now probably I'll bring your attention to the uh, China's uh, picture. So we have right. also seen the uh, inflation data out of China yesterday coming with uh, somewhat of an uh, underperformance. So mm. for China, the global economic story is kind of different. So what do you think about China's economy moving forward? China is quite interesting. Uh, the most recent numbers, the exports are up, but their imports are still weak. Uh, of course, PMI numbers are showing services and manufacturing recovering well. Uh, so all these are indicative of, uh, to me, the supply side constraints are easing. And that goes to show the, uh, the global supply side issues are also uh, should be out the window quite soon. But the problem about China is that the domestic demand is very, very weak. And that is because of the zero COVID policy. So I think going forward, well, uh, they are no longer going to look at the 5.5% uh, GDP target this year. And China is going to be a big source of disinflation globally. So that's yet another driver being the second largest economy in the world, that's yet another driver that we're going to see inflation has peaked and it's going to trend lower uh, going into 2023. Mm, okay. And last but not least, uh, of course, we have seen uh, Singapore's uh, GDP uh, data today. Some yeah. of the downward uh, revision in 2022. Uh, is the worst behind us for our economy or will we see uh, further pressure on our economy moving forward? I, I heard you talking about the GDP just now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think that the worst is behind us. We are moving into, uh, I mean, if I split the business cycle into four seasons, right, it's easy for us to understand. We are currently in autumn and we are we are going to expect the winter coming and that uh, marks the end of cycle recession. So, uh, but though GDP does well, I mean, in the second quarter, if you look at it on a year on year basis, but uh, if you look at the momentum, the second quarter is actually a, a decline. It's a slight decline, 0.2% uh, over the first quarter, but this also goes to show that we are probably seeing uh, even slower growth into uh, the second half and 2023 next year. So, well, I think in terms of portfolio, investors really got to be a lot more uh, look up to buffer the, uh, their portfolios. 
uh, sectors that do well usually as we are in autumn anticipating the uh, the winter that's going to come up are usually the defensive sectors. So your utilities, uh, consumer discretionary, healthcare, uh, all these sectors should be still doing a little bit better. Otherwise, a lookout to overweight in fixed income. Uh, corporate high, I mean, investment grade corporate bonds are still doing pretty well right now, giving a quite a good yield. Mm, okay, so some ongoing challenges for Singapore's economy right ahead. So Francis yes, right. Tan, Senior Investment Strategies for UOB Bank. Thank you, Francis. Thank you. Thank you so much. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.